Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey friends, welcome back to Healthy Mama Hacks. Chris here. Today is episode four in the Spring Clean Your Kitchen series, which coincides with our free Spring Clean Your Kitchen challenge, where we are spending four weeks decluttering, reorganizing, and setting ourselves up for a healthy, balanced kitchen. To join the free challenge and get the weekly printables, as well as join the private Facebook group for weekly live videos, community support, and prizes, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash SpringClean. And if you're listening to this later and you're like, oh man, I missed out, you can still head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash SpringClean and get the printables for free. The last couple of weeks, we talked about organizing your kitchen for more efficiency. We talked about how to organize your fridge and how to organize your freezer. And today we are digging in to organizing your pantry, which for many people is the biggest task. And I saved it for last just in case it takes you a little longer. I don't want you to feel like you are behind if you're joining us live in the challenge. And if you're listening to this later, I want you to give yourself some time to organize your pantry. If you have a few hours on a Saturday or a Sunday and you can put a couple movies on for the kids and you want to go at this all at once, awesome. If it takes you a little bit longer because you are a busy mama, I totally understand that too. So don't put so much pressure on yourself that you have to do this all at once. But if you can, it is really helpful. So the first thing that you are going to do, just like with your fridge and your freezer, is you are going to clean it all out. Take everything out of your pantry, stack it up in your kitchen or on your floor or wherever you want to put it. You can get your kids to help with this as well. Maybe they'll grab a snack and save you one pantry item to have to go through. (laughs) Take it all out, clean it out, clean off your shelves wherever your pantry is, clean off all your shelves, take out anything that is expired, anything that you will just never use again, but it isn't expired, put it in a bag for, to give away. Um, Give it to your local food bank or a local organization that takes pantry items. Make sure it's not open, of course, but go through what is expired. What do you want to give away? What will you never use? 
give your kids a snack, and then ask yourself, what do I have? And write it down. Okay, create an inventory of what is in your pantry. I have a pantry inventory list quarterly in my Healthy Mama meal planner, and there's also a printable within the group. You'll also get that printable if you sign up for emails afterwards. But just take some time to write out everything that's in your pantry so that you know what's in there. So when you are meal planning, you can glance through your list and go, oh yeah, I have four boxes of pasta that need to be used. Might as well have pasta one day this week and just save yourself a little bit of money and a little bit of time writing down what you have. And I do recommend doing this every few months because oftentimes we, many of us buy things in bulk and we forget about what we have in our pantry and what we bought. So every few months going through and going, okay, what is in my pantry? What do I have to use? And I will share with you one of my best tips for using up what's in your pantry at the end of the episode. But first and foremost, clean it out, do an inventory, and just like with your fridge and your freezer, I want you to map it out. Before you put anything back in your pantry, I want you to map out where it's going to go. You're going to notice a pattern with your fridge and your freezer and your pantry, and that is putting like with like. But with our pantry, it's a little bit different than our fridge and our freezer um, because there are different ways that you can combine like with like. It's not like meat with meat and veggies with veggies. In your pantry, you can combine them with how you use them or what they're like. So you could put cans with cans or you could put, and boxes with boxes, or you could put certain cans together because they're for soup and certain cans together because they are for baking or baking. I don't know what kind of cans you use for baking. Maybe like evaporated milk, but (laughs) that was probably not the best example. But you can put them together how you use them. For instance, snacks, breakfast items, or you can put together items based on what they are. So like canned items, boxed items. This is up to you and just like in your fridge, how your brain works. So I like putting things based on how I use them. That is what I find to be most helpful in keeping my pantry organized. And I'll share with you again a little bit about my pantry setup in just a minute, but Some of the categories that I like to keep them in are baking items, canned soup items. So canned items that are for soup, I should say. We do sometimes keep some canned soups on hand for the kids, but I'm talking about things like beans and canned tomatoes, so things that are for chilies, things that are for soups. We keep those all together. Snacks stay in their own category. Breakfast is its own category, and so that's things like breakfast cereals and oats and pancake mix. We keep condiments all together, obviously condiments that aren't in the fridge together, oils and vinegar together, and then dried goods. So things like beans and grains, they all stay together as well. So in my episode on creating an efficient kitchen, I shared a little bit about my pantry setup. So if your pantry is like mine at all, (laughs) a few tips. My pantry is not one big pantry like you see on the home edit or any of those shows that share these like big, beautifully organized pantries. 
I have a small 1200 square foot apartment. And so we actually keep our pantry in three different locations, but it works for us and it's actually really, really efficient and effective. And the way that we have our pantry laid out is that we have one cabinet in the kitchen that is in between the stove and the fridge, that kitchen triangle I talked about in the Efficient Kitchen episode. And that has things that I use regularly in the fridge or on the stove. So like with like works here too, okay? We're keeping the oils and vinegars near each other. We are keeping the condiments that I use regularly in the fridge when I run out near the fridge, Things like tuna that I grab, celery, and some mayonnaise from the fridge to throw together a quick tuna salad for lunch. Those of you who are like, ew, you guys, I love tuna. And Safe Catch is my favorite brand. They have really fun flavors as well. Um, That's a total aside. But we are talking about the pantry, right? So we can talk about food. You guys know I love food. So um, those are the type of things that I keep in that cabinet. So put items that you use regularly with fridge items near the fridge. Put items you use regularly in cooking near the stove. I also keep things like pasta sauces near there because I can just grab them and toss them into the pasta when we're making pasta. Super easy. And then I store things like dried grains and beans and breakfast items near where I use the blender and the rice cooker or the instant pot. So that's a different zone in my kitchen. If you listen to the Efficient Kitchen episode, I talk about the zones in the kitchen. So they're near my preparation zone. So I go ahead and use my rice cooker and I just grab things down from that pantry shelf and I can plug the rice cooker in and make some rice while I'm cooking whatever else is um, is there for dinner or the Instant Pot. I can cook some beans in the Instant Pot, and then the blender is there for if I'm going to make blended coffee or if I'm going to make my smoothies. All of those ingredients are right above there. So I'm just keeping things in zones, keeping it really simple and really easy for me to access the things in my kitchen. This is just one simple way to make your kitchen feel less overwhelming and make it work for you. Another aside is, uh, I did mention this in the Efficient Kitchen episode, but don't store dried herbs or spices above the stove. They will go bad faster because of the humidity. So just an aside. I love using bins just like I do in the fridge and the freezer in my pantry to create drawers. Therefore, if there are items that, you know, it might be bags of chips or nuts or something that are already opened, you can just use a chip clip or something and throw it back in the bin and pull that out and have that easily accessible instead of taking up a ton of space on the shelf for when your kids want a snack or you want a snack or something to go with your lunch. You can just kind of pull it out, grab what you need, put it back in very easily. They take up a lot more space on the shelf than they need to, even when they're half full. They take up almost the exact same amount of space on the shelf. But when you put them in a bin, they're taking up a little bit less space. So giving yourself more space in that way. And it's also easier to get to things. And it encourages people to use what's already opened first versus opening up a new bag. Stacking cans so you can see them by using a, I don't even know what you call them. It's like a can step. I got mine at the container store. I'll share that with you in the Facebook group and over on Instagram, but it can be really helpful if you do use canned items so that you can see them and they take up less space, but more important so that you can see them so that you actually use them. If you are stacking cans in front of each other, especially if your pantry is deep and 
each row isn't a different item, which is totally possible, and you can just see the first one in the row, but it's easy for them to get lost and things to actually expire. Even though cans last a long time, if you forget about them for years, then <laughs> then you're wasting food. So the goal is to use what you have and to save money that way and to not be wasting items. So stack cans where you can see them, use bins to create drawers, Utilize all of the space you have. If you have a door to your pantry, you can use the inside of the door. There are units that you can buy from the container store, Bed Bath & Beyond, places like that, but you can also use something like a shower hanger and you can store extra items in there like spices or things that you might not use on or that might not fit very well on the shelf or take up extra space in the shelf but could easily fit on the door so utilize all the space you have put your onions potatoes and your squash in baskets on the bottom of your pantry you want baskets so there are some there's some air circulating um, but potatoes and onions and squash do really well in a cold dark space you don't want to put these items in your fridge they won't last as long but they do last pretty well um, for a while in the pantry if they're in a cold dark space but allowing that air circulation and that cold dark space um, you can put those on the bottom of your pantry now if your pantry's in your basement you do want to put them on top of something you don't want them directly on the ground but if your pantry is just in the regular part of your house, then you can put them you can put them in baskets in the bottom. I love to buy food items in bulk, and what I do is just decant them into wide mouth mason jars and label them. You want to label them where you can see them so when you open up your pantry, you can grab things that you need. I tend to not keep a lot of pantry items out. The only things I keep out are flour that I use regularly for sourdough bread, oats because my oldest daughter loves oats in the morning, and rice because we eat rice at least twice a week. So I do keep those items out labeled on the counter, but everything else is tucked away and most of them are in wide mouth mason jars. Wide mouth just so it's easier to throw a measuring cup in or to pour from and it's just easier to, and to pour into. It's just easier when it's wide mouth and a pack of 12 wide mouth mason jars is like 10 or $12 at Walmart or on Amazon. So super easy to use. So I love buying in bulk to save money and then also decanting them so that you can see them. So you're not, you don't have these big bulk bags in your pantry, which are just taking up a ton of space. We want to keep it organized. We want to make it easy to see and easy to use out of sight, out of mind. So let's keep it in sight and in mind so that we can actually use it in our meal plans. Buy some big baskets for larger items that might overflow that you are not ready to decant yet, that you're not ready to open so that they're not taking up space on your shelf. So I love having a basket underneath kind of next to where I have the the onions and the potatoes and the squash and baskets for overflow items that I buy at Thrive Market or when I am at like the bulk food store and I'm like, well, I'm going to use this eventually. I have a basket. I put items in there and then I put them back in their places on the shelf when I am ready to, when there's space on the shelf. Because I am very low on space, I want to utilize my space most wisely with the items that I, with a variety of items that I'm using on the regular. So I don't just put anything in the bin. I make sure that I am consistently putting things from the bin back onto the shelf when I'm using things up. I love having a spot for kids snacks so the kids can easily go in and grab what they need, whether it's like an applesauce packet or Simple Mills crackers. They can go in and just grab what they want and when they're hungry. 
And last but not least, I did a whole episode on this, but I keep a list of pantry staples. And I will link that episode down below. But my pantry staples help me to consistently have the things on hand that I use for meals and be able to buy them in bulk and save money that way. I'm big on food budgeting because I am all about eating lots of real whole foods that make me feel good, but I am on a budget like most of us are. So I like to be able to make sure that I have the things that I need on hand, but also pay a really reasonable price for them. So I do buy some things in bulk. So having a pantry staples list helps me to know what I have and what I need to get to make sure that I can make the meals that I love to make on the regular and then also have really quick and easy pantry meals available if we ever go through a crazy thing like a global pandemic again, or it's just a lazy Thursday night and we've eaten everything in the fridge and we're like, all right, we're going to throw together a pantry meal and tomorrow night is takeout. So just helpful to have a list of pantry staples. But I recommend organizing your pantry first, figuring out, number one, what you have, number two, what is expired and what you can throw away, what you can give away. Number four, map it out. Decide where you're going to put things. Put like with like. Utilize all of the space you have. Use bins to create drawers. Stack cans so you can see them. Put those onions, potatoes, and squash in baskets. If you are going to buy in bulk, label those in wide mouth mason jars so you can see them. Put a big basket in your pantry for anything that might be overflow, but make sure to Put those back on the shelf so you're actually using them when you use things up. Keep up a spot for kid snacks and enjoy your newly organized pantry. Don't forget to head over to Instagram and see my own pantry setup and my favorite pantry organization tools. There is still time to join us in the Facebook group if you are listening to this in April 2021. I'm going live every Monday expanding on these Healthy Mama Hacks episodes and I'm giving away prizes. But even if you're listening to this later, you can still head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash SpringClean to get the printables for free. If you are ready to use up the items that you discovered in your pantry and save a little bit of money while you do it, I want to invite you to join me for the Healthy Mama Pantry Purge in May. This is something I'm doing over on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. It's totally free. You can just join in with me as I share pantry staples the whole month, as I share how I use the items in my pantry for simple and delicious recipes so that I can use up the items that I have before buying new items. So if you're interested in that, just go ahead and follow along with me at Healthy Mama Chris on Instagram and Healthy Mama Chris on Facebook. And be sure to share with me, comment, like the post, share with me your progress. I love seeing your pictures. Tag me in your DMs. I am so excited to dig into our pantries and just spring clean it all. I hope you guys enjoyed this series. I hope you enjoyed the group if you're a part of the group. And if you're listening to this later, I hope you'll go and grab those spring clean printables so you can do your own clean of your kitchen and your fridge and your freezer and your pantry and get yourself organized so your kitchen feels less stressful and more welcoming to live your healthy, balanced mama life. All right, friends, that is it for me today. Have a great weekend and I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? 
It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.